So this balance of energy and uh, withdrawal, viveka, stepping back, and stepping back into something, so it's not just uh, switching off. It's adjusting one's attention, one's attitude, what one's concerned about, adjusting it. Not that there's no attention, but that the attention is drawing back, adjusting itself, and uh, also energizing in a different way. So when we, for example, bring up the morning chanting, most of our, most people's days are about doing things, getting things done, getting on to the next thing. But chanting is a beautiful way of bringing up energy into something there's no particular function, doesn't have to get done. It's just to make the sound, to bring up the sound through the chest, the throat, open the throat, bring up the sound, listen, tune into the same, so we're hitting the same sound together. You know, on a retreat we can do this every day till it becomes something you settle into and there's a brightness to it. Chanting is very different from speaking because it fills your body. The sound fills your chest. It's not just in your head. And you have to operate your breath with it, gently pushing the breath through the body, through the throat, and controlling the sound. So this is not like speaking, is it, where it just kind of runs out. This is very regulated, and it's fully embodied. So chant properly, you have to sit upright, open the chest, and get a strong, steady breath from the abdomen and open the throat. It's something we may very well do instinctively when you chant, but just study how it happens. What's the difference between chanting and speaking? More of your body is present with chanting, your internal body, the operation of the breath, the posture, and it requires the body to open and the breath to be long and steady and regular. And we bring up the uh, contemplations or the reflections on the triple gem. So again, this is something that is no particular function or something that is timeless, like you're tuning into a particular quality that's been going on for millennia. The Buddha, the awakened one, the Dhamma, teaching Sangha, the realized beings. Tune into them and to the, the senses that you, as you bring these into mind, they give rise to a sense of alignment, that is just your own attitudes to that which is worthy of Buddha, Dhamma, Sangha. Your concerns are those of Buddha, Dhamma, Sangha. Your fellowship is Buddha, Dhamma, Sangha. The, people, the beings that you're with, this is your company. These beings extend through space and time. You're in a very broad field of spiritual practice and training. And you bring that up and you find yourself adjusting your heart to that. What is wisdom? What is truth? What is purity? What is direct practice, knowing practice, clear practice? What is immediate, not delayed in time, inviting you to come and see, furthering, to be realized in yourself, pertinent to the wise, to be realized in yourself, bhajjadang, furthering, leading you onwards, leading you inwards, direct, 
not delayed in time, not a matter of time, not a matter of becoming something or progress or decline. It's what is always here, the truths. So this is, helps us to tune in to a particular powerful channel, spiritual training. It's not really about gathering information, it's about tuning into a particular quality of training. Kalyana, it's called, the beautiful, the good, the true. The Dhamma is Kalyana in the beginning, Kalyana in the middle, but Kalyana in the end. The beginning, our aspirations towards truth. So what is beautiful? What is good? Good means moral, that which we can share with others. True means it's not created by the mind, it stands up by itself. It's not something we've cooked up or believed in or concocted or adopted, it stands by itself. Beautiful. Beautiful means we have a sense of reverence, delight, we're touched, we're pleased, we're gladdened. And with this, we're no longer pushing it or thinking about it, we're just receiving it. These are qualities of Dhamma. And it really involves us to, is something we can step back into, relax into, rest into, enjoy. These are very important cultivations because most people imagine that when you cultivate, it's very much about doing and getting and making something happen and finding, you know, and getting onwards. And this is very much towards stillness, sitting back towards stillness, sitting in oneself towards stillness, towards knowing less, towards having less ideas, less thoughts. And for this, generally, most jittas, most minds will benefit from the support of the stable body, still body, or at least stability in the body. Even when it's moving, it's stable. It's stable, it's composed. It's not rushed, it's not agitated, it's composed. There's a sense of inner stability in the body, like the nerves. Nervous system of the body is awake, but not firing. It's not agitated, not stirring. So, taking up the upright position begin to sense how you experience your body internally of itself. Pressure, sense of weight, firmness, that which is called the earth element. Can you sense that, particularly in your tail, seat, pressure of your body resting on the ground? Feel the quality of firmness, first of all, earth. Earth coming from beneath you. Earth supporting you. And then draw your attention from your seat into your hips, your lower back. And bring with that the quality of firmness in the lower back, in the lumbar region. So this is where you gain your support so that your shoulders can relax and your chest can relax. This part of the body, use it for strength, for firmness. The uh, the lumbar region is slightly drawn in, spine is drawn in, and that holds the abdomen open, so your breathing becomes more complete. And you work up your spine with the general intention to pull your spine in, draw it in, 
so that the front of your chest opens up. This counteracts the tendency that many of us develop to rest chest on the abdomen. So you kind of sit and front your shoulders hunch over, the shoulders hunch over, and most of your upper body rests on your belly, which means the breathing is constricted versus you're squashed and there's no strength in the back. So it's, it's not awake, it's not upright. So you counteract that, pushing in the lower back, pushing in through the spine, and imagine the body is lengthening, rather like a tree growing upwards through your neck and into the skull. Sometimes it helps if you imagine it, visualize it, keep fully aware of this axis, this column, spinal column. Imagine the bones stacked the vertebrae on top of each other and up into the the neck and into the back of the skull letting your shoulders relax and sweeping down the front of the body, the face as if the skin becomes soft and even melting the eyebrows around the eyes, the temples the sides of the head and the cheek. Just imagine that all that area is becoming more soft and widening, softening, relaxing the face downwards, forehead, the eyes, the cheeks, the mouth, corners of the mouth. Now you can do this with your eyes open. It may help because when you begin to shift your energy, you feel sleepy, partly because it's the tension that keep that you're relaxing and because many people find themselves conditioned by this tension basic tension is what's holding us together when you begin to relax the tension you feel sleepy you're keeping your eyes open and widening the gaze of the eyes so they're not looking at any point in particular and if the light feels too strong you soften your eyelids so your eyelids just slightly, it's not a wide-eyed gaze, it's a soft, down-focused, spacious kind of gaze. In fact, you're not really looking at anything, it's just the eyes are open. And breathing down, spreading your attention down your body to the base of the body. And don't forget the sides of the body, the ribs, rib cage so you feel the space between your arms and your chest there's a little bit of space there take a full complete out breath first of all be quite conscious of steadily and regularly breathing out as if you're emptying emptying your body from the abdomen breathing all the way out and then drawing the breath in to keep your face and nose relaxed and use your abdomen, the muscles there to operate the breathing so you, with the in-breath there's a slight pulling in it comes from the lower body and you just open your nostrils and let the air be pulled in so it's as far as the upper body goes the upper body is quite passive and lower body is strong.
this shifts our balance of body from being up in our heads, our faces, our mouths, our eyes, into being centered lower in the body. You withdraw from the areas associated with thinking, expression, social contact, into something much more fundamental. Feeling yourself being breathed by this body. Keep your attention wide, so you're not trying to focus on a particular point, but the overall experience, keeping the entire body in mind, the firmness, the uprightness, in the back, softness in the front, and this process of swelling with the in-breath, you seem to swell, brighten and subsiding, softening, relaxing with the out-breath. So focus mostly on the overall sense of the rhythm and how the breath, breathing, relates to the body, the entire body. See if you can even pick it up in your skin, your fingers, your feet, your eyes and whatever you can whatever seems comes to you what your awareness can receive and pick up that tells you about breathing in how that is and about breathing out how that is and for the true sense of truth you're not trying to make something happen because that wouldn't be true. Just want to know how your chitta, your awareness, can more fully sense what is happening in this bodily domain, this domain of breathing in and breathing out. Keeping your attention gentle, beautiful, respectful, not grasping or pushing, wavering, but steady beautiful quality of attention, listening, sensing. So I'm going to ask you to steadily get to your feet, stand up, we'll have some standing meditation together. Just bear in mind you might feel a bit unsteady at first, early in the morning. So when you come to your feet, Taking up a good balanced standing position so that your legs are coming straight down from your hips. So it's not too narrow, not too wide. And feeling your feet, so just let your weight rest on one foot, then the other foot. So you get a feeling for putting, by moving your body slightly, you put more weight down onto your foot makes you more aware of that foot. So sensations get stronger in that foot. You turn to the other foot. Feel the strengthening. Bend your knee just a little bit. Makes it even more strong. When you bend your knee a little, you find the both the thigh and the calf also begin a bit more awake.
where we need these legs to hold us upright and to keep balance. So you spend just a few moments, a simple shifting your weight, bending your knees just slightly, so you feel what happens when you bend your knee a little bit, you find both the upper leg and the lower leg more sensation there, the muscles wake up. You can also swing forward so you're pushing yourself up through your toes and down. Notice how if you do that slowly and steadily, it encourages the body to find balance because now you're reducing what you're standing on just to the balls of the feet and the toes so the body has to be a bit more awake to to find the balance it's not like sitting down you don't fall asleep when you're standing up so we're in a way asking the body for a little more awareness this is good because this kind of body awareness helps to balance out the mind, gives the mind a stronger, more complete place to rest in. And just noticing how you're feeling, if you feel not stable or not very clear, take some breaths, keep your eyes open, even turn slightly, and take some long breaths to help to clarify, refresh. Just to turn your arm in in the arm sockets. Take some of the stiffness or the dullness out of the chest and loosen the neck, turn your head over, turn your head around. So it's just a very simple massage. And take a full breath in using, only using your abdomen, relaxing your face, swelling the belly, pushing it forward, expanding the chest, and then breathing out, relaxing and softening everything. And standing, bring your awareness down into your soles of the feet. And again, keeping the eyes slightly open, and a couple of uh, senses to focus in on. One is the sense of balance. Does this body feel balanced? And the stronger this balancing is, the stronger and more completely composed the balance is, the more we can relax the muscles. So, for example, customarily people will tend to have slight tension in their belly because they're holding, or their tension in their shoulders because they're holding themselves. Their body is con- holding you, or we lean on something. Now you want to go to these places, your knees, your belly, your shoulders, your chest, and see if you can relax anything there, and keep transferring strength down into your feet, your ankles, so if your feet are growing like the roots of a tree. Now what does balance feel like? It's not a sensation, is it? It's no... It's a quality of body awareness. The body has awareness. Balance is not a sensation. It's not something about touch. It's stable. It's very sensitive. 
the slightest degree of imbalance you can detect it something we have quite naturally you can't figure it out you can't think it you can't create it's a natural faculty of the body it's true and it stands up by itself it feels calm but strong it feels awake intelligent but not doing anything in standing practice most of our application our effort is to find out how the physical body and the mind can adjust to that so the physical body how we can relax places where we're slightly tense the shoulders the fingers the face become more purely just the balance and if you don't feel balanced if you feel stressed or strained or not stable then you can move your body from one leg to the other leg because deliberate careful imbalance shifting helps your body to find balance so this is the upright sense the balanced sense and when the mind tunes into that it has to listen deeply and discard its excessive thoughts it's wanting to do something there's nothing to do apart from to tune in another sense that the body has it locates us this is very obvious what does that mean in real terms it means i'm standing in something i'm not just in an absence i'm in the presence of something body always detects and it takes subtle things like the we obviously with our eyes are there other people around is there pressure and so you're coming to the sense of what's around you and this may be something we don't really have a word for but just imagining what is around you what is with you is completely peaceful safe benevolent non-intrusive there's nothing to be on guard against you can feel very safe open there's nothing pressing you or pushing you or hovering behind you or uh, so you sense of your location is free from pressure from intrusion from being looked at or judged so we have our own space explore the sense of space what's above my head for example scalp what's in front of my chest behind my back so you go to these areas and you bring up a simple steady reflection free from pressure free from intrusion free from obstruction so it's quite an open sense and yet it's also very firm as a firm inner axis so you have this center spinal center sense of a firm inner core and you have plenty of openness around that and you're breathing when you breathe out it's as if your attention draws back to that center you breathe in there's a sense of swelling opening into the space around you okay let's return to the 
sitting position, keeping that same, those same references in mind. It's helpful when you're following the feeling the out-breath to get the sense of returning to the center, the upright center. That's why we established it. It's on the out-breath that the mind, because everything relaxes, the mind easily drifts. If you focus, get the sense of what's happening in your body, breathing out, there is a certain softening of energy, but also sense of descending, returning to the center of the body, get to the end of the out-breath, it's quite firm. And breathing in, sense of expansion, opening, brightening. At the end of the out-breath, it's quite light. You get a feeling for tuning to, sensing how the energy changes in this uh, very simple and repeated way. Breathing out, things tend to soften, returning to center. End of the out-breath is a firmness. And breathing in with the in-breath, things tend to brighten, sense of expansion and vigor. This is the what breathing does to us. It cleans, refreshes and vitalizes. At a certain point what the chitta comes forth, the sense of knowing. It's not an action, it's not something you do, it just begins to be realized, it becomes more apparent. We're always knowing, aware, but as the energies come into balance, as our attention is not pushing forward, creating things, distracting itself, attention rests, the knowing comes forward, it's calm, it's cool, it is viveka, it is standing back, dispassionate.